Hello and welcome to Nerd Shop. Your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. My name is Christian Collins. My name is Dylan Stanley. And we will be your hosts. So today on Nerd Shop, we're going to start this new segment as we start this new podcast called What Is It? And uh, What Is It is basically every week we're going to talk about a different topic and explain what it is for the people that don't know what it is. Exactly. So today we're going to dive in with the one and only, right up there with Sherlock Holmes, Doctor Doctor Who. Who. So basically, what Doctor Who is for all you noobs that, one, didn't grow up in Great Britain, and two, have been living under a rock for years. Indeed. Um, it's basically this guy with two hearts. He's called the Time Lord. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, and he has this blue box, which we'll also get to later, that flies through time and space, and he saves... And fights aliens and saves the world on multiple occasions. So, oh yeah. So this we're we're gonna start talking about first of all when the first episode started, like when it was when it was released, and just gone from there. Right. So March twenty second, twenty second. I can't read twenty sixth. In 2005, this first was the first episode of the new Doctor Who that got relaunched in 2005. Right. With an actor (laughs) named Christopher (laughs) Eccleston. Yeah. And then there is 26 seasons of it, which actually started in 1963. I should have started with that, but it's fine. Numbers. Went from 1963 to... 1989 and then it just cut off and no who for like years 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 and they years. did they did have one um like tv film that they were going to try to launch it in like 1996 but that flopped so there was no who until 2005 none at all when uh writer and like showrunner Stephen Moffat the savior oh, of Doctor Moffat. Who, Mr. Moffat, mm-hmm. relaunched the entire series. Yeah, with an actor named Christopher Eccleston, which was technically the ninth Doctor. Yeah, and for the people that have a life, they don't watch the nineteen hundred one. <laughs> No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Because it's... Well, it was very poor budgeted. Um, it was probably good if you haven't seen the 2005 one. And, yeah. So, Stephen Mo- Moffat... I keep on wanting to say Moffat, but it's okay. Didn't do it alone. He had the help of Russell T. Davies. And they did some writing... And producing together. And then later on, when 
Steven went through some issues with studios and such. Some questionable times. Very questionable. Chris Chibnall took Steve's job. Steve. Steven's job. And now he's the one that produces it. So. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that's like uh a bit skimmed over of the sort of history of the of the show but if we're going to do this right we need to explain <laughs> what the doctor is and what he he does and who he is exactly Alright, so these Time Lords, what they are is an ancient alien species and which becomes the protagonist in the series, you know, Doctor Who, yeah. the Doctor, you know. And the reason why Time Lords are named Time Lords is because they can basically command time travel with all the technology that they have. And... Their perception of time is very non-linear. What if that makes sense? It's very. Yeah. They can see time happen. It's kind of weird. And they also have two hearts, which is pretty cool, because they can survive with one, but it's very uncomfortable, as you will see in few, a lot of episodes actually. And also, they regenerate. So, why don't you tell me a little bit about the regeneration? Yeah, um, regenerate... Well, the the re regeneration um, is something that uh, Time Lords can and do often um, when they e either get killed or, or get badly injured, which they take on... They're the same person... But they take on a new physical appearance, right? And those um, personality traits of that new form. Mm -hmm. And the doctor has done this a total of fourteen times, technically. Fourteen. Yeah. But there's only thirteen doctors. Um, mm -hmm. We probably won't explain it, so I'll talk about it now. The tenth doctor regenerated uh one time yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. the tenth doctor which is david Tennant, regenerated one time during his um run uh into david Tennant again because he didn't want to change yeah what a guy so jealous wish i could do that and current and the the thing about the regeneration is it's not bound by really anything uh like gender or or social things like because right now as of this recording Jody Whittaker is the doctor is the 13th doctor um and when the doctor regenerates, he can be old, he can be young, he can be a girl, he can be a boy. It just something. It's a very survival uh, tactic that they have learned um, how to. And the Time Lords can 
give people a certain number of regenerations. Like, originally, the doctor only had 12. Mm -hmm. But the something uh, thing happened, and Time Lords gave him more so he could survive this attack right? Um, during the show. And I think it's pretty cool in that something we should notice is um, the first episode that David Tennant became the doctor he was going through his relapses because regenerating usually doesn't take just one split second and then it's there it's a it's a process right so in the episode he did a lot of sleeping a lot of unconsciousness and then of course he woke up when he needed to fight the aliens that were invading earth but he was in a sword battle and his hand actually actually got cut off yeah, the uh, the the thing uh, that they established in that episode, and um, he got his hand cut off, and so the sword in his hand flew off the ship. Like, oh no, the doctor's about to die, and like yeah. again, you know. <laughs> um, but he looks at him, and and he basically says uh, he's still in this 15 hour period of his regeneration so he has enough energy to just immediately grow his hand back and then of course he fights the alien and wins completely demolishes him he falls off the spaceship after he throws a persimmon at this button on the wall yeah which was amazing impeccable aim for sure so we talked about um where we are now with Jody Whitaker and the different regenerations. So now I think it would be a good time to talk about the history between William Hartnell and Jody Whitaker, the different people. Yeah, which were the doctors in the twenty six seasons we mentioned earlier, um, in the podcast because um from the first um from the first of the day, it was 26 seasons of the first through the um, eighth Doctor, which were uh, are formerly known as the classic Doctor Who. Um, uh, and the, the eight, and I say eight because the eighth Doctor is the one in the sort of failed um, TV series or yeah. show. The um the US tried to do a um a doctor and that was failed miserably. Yeah. They were, they did a TV film in 1996 and it failed so much that uh Paul McGann and his version of the doctor is not Usually talked about. And usually only his version of the Doctor is in, like, radio or um, like radio episodes mm-hmm. that they have. He never got a series. The only time he's ever been mentioned and showed up in the, the new Doctor Who is um, in the, the precursor to the 50th anniversary episode he showed up and regenerated into john hurt which is the war doctor which was focused heavily on in that entire uh 
a big episode. Yeah. And the reason why, because if you add it up yourself, the war doctor isn't really in the count of doctors. And the reason why that is, it's because he was so ashamed of the things that he had to do that he just kind of took away the persona of the doctor. Oh, and we didn't even mention is the reason he's called the war doctor is because the um <laughs> Yeah, we should probably talk about that. The uh <laughs> there was this thing uh, that happened in a war uh, oh, between yeah. um the the Gallifreyans, the Time Lords um and the an alien race called the Daleks, which we'll talk about later because the Daleks show up a lot. But there was this big war, everything, and um, not to spoil anything for the 50th anniversary, but what he did was he took this thing, this big weapon called the moment, and destroyed, like literally blew up the planet and all the Daleks. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and his, and the, the, the newer series focuses a lot on that because the old the old classic who uh mentioned that a lot or or uh had episodes especially the second doctor um where he was in the time war yeah. but the second but the newer who's focused on the remorse and regret he the felt aftermath. the yeah. aftermath of the the time war right so we we ended the, I guess you could say what would you call it the Renaissance, yes. of Doctor Who, so, and maybe Dark Ages, yeah, we ended that with Sylvester McCoy in nineteen eighty nine, and then there the was Palmagan. nothing. There was nothing until nineteen ninety six, with Paul McGann, and then. After Paul McGann, it was Christopher Eccleston with the Ninth Doctor in two thousand five, and just kicked back, kicks, kicked back, kick started this whole movement of people that didn't even know what it was into yeah a lot of nerds yeah because like uh, especially in the U.S. because originally like or. Primarily, no one really knew what Doctor Who is. Mm-hmm. Most people still don't. Um, uh, with all those classic Doctors, um, but but with Christopher Eccleston and the Doctors to follow, it got really popular um, over here in um, in the U.S., especially with. Um, uh, with the with uh, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, the, the most iconic of the new who. Yeah, and it, he he's particularly my favorite doctor, and just a little bit for um, Halloween, which is pretty recently. I actually dressed up as Matt Smith, and um, well, as the doctor. It was a rather good costume. And it was a very dashing costume. A lot of people liked it. But 
on the flip side, a lot of people didn't really know what it was until they were told. Which, I guess, just backs up the point. No one really knows what Doctor Doctor Who is. So that's what inspired us to, you know, make this episode. What is it? So, anyways. Sorry, David, we skipped you. Yeah, David Tennant, um, arguably, is, like, right there next to Matt Smith because Christopher Eccleston only had one series. Um, That's also another thing. Uh, When the New Who arrived, instead of seasons, because they had, like, 26 with the classic ones, uh, Mm -hmm. which... It's a continuation of the classic ones. The new Who is. It For doesn't sure. really change anything. Right. And they still reference it all the time. But with the new Who, they call it series, so they didn't have to start Christopher Eccleston with like season twenty-seven. Yeah, uh, that would so, be very confusing. Very just crazy. He only had one series, and the um, the next Doctor, the tenth Doctor, which is David Tennant had four um mm-hmm. seasons technically yeah with different companions and um other things like for a while he was the most popular doctor and oh, yeah. arguably he still is at yeah. this point yeah and um one thing to notice is with all these different People taking the persona of the Doctor. Um, Their personalities between each person is very different. Like, David Tennant is a very loud, in-your-face, kind of seems angry at, at, at times. And you can tell. He's snappy. Very snappy, for sure. I mean, you can tell that... He he's he definitely has some internal issues. And and then Matt Smith is just very jumpy, I guess would be a word. Yeah, he's very jumpy. He, like he's in your face, but it's not like a girl, I'm angry in your face. It's a <laughs> I'm in your face. And then and especially after that after Matt Smith with uh, which um, started with the 12th, which is Peter Capaldi, which is an older Irish, um, no, Scottish. I'm sorry. Wow. Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. Oh, can't believe I, I can't believe I messed that up. No. Now, you, now you get to tell everyone what you did for Halloween. <laughs> I was, I was Peter Capaldi's 12th doctor for Halloween. And the, uh, he is definitely Scottish. He's not Irish, but he's just like, he's so reserved, laid back and almost, he's just like your grumpy uncle, essentially. Uncle, mm, grandparent at times. Depends on the day, depends on the episode, but very reserved. And then after Peter, we got Jodie Whitt- Whittaker. I keep on wanting to say Whittaker because that's what the name looks like. It's spelled really weird. It has two T's, but it's fine. So Jodie Whittaker. Um, 
It was the first woman. What what did what Dylan, what did you think when when you heard I was okay, so uh I'm not gonna lie, I was concerned because uh this is the first time it's ever happened in from nineteen sixty three to now, it's yeah. never been had. It's always been brought up, but it's been laughed away. Yeah, which I think I think it's a good thing now that um, that uh, there actually are uh, that there is a female doctor. Yeah, and honestly, if we're er, gonna talk about this, um, this is not the first time that the doctor has been a girl. It's yeah. never been on screen, but it's been Mentioned. talked about a lot, mm-hmm. which um, that uh, um, one of the enemies, which we'll talk about later, which is called the Master, um, uh, mentioned uh, at a slight remark one time uh, the that uh, that is like when when he was a little girl. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... Yeah. She says something along the lines of when he was... He always did that when he was a little girl. Which was a very quick... And after after she said it, it just went back to what it was... What was happening in the episode. But it definitely... Definitely is important. But a lot of people don't think about it. So that's why we're here to tell you. So, may have been a girl before. Pretty sure. So, speaking of the master, we are we already mentioned the master, so we could talk about the master now. Yeah. So, the master is is a time lord as well. And what happened to make the master a bad person is the time lords were trying to make a a weapon. Yeah. Because they were in the time war and they wanted to win, so they were trying to make a weapon. So, Super Time Lord. Super Time Lord, right. So, they took this kid, which their ages and our ages are completely different. Yeah, because probably when they were kids, they were at least 100, 200 years old. Yeah, which is... Really crazy because there's actually screen footage of the master looking into the time vortex, and that's what happened. Like he was staring into the time vortex as a child, which is not uh, uh, safe. Or well, it's said to not be safe. I've never personally looked into a time vortex, but I imagine it would not be good on the face, the skin, or the eyes. Yeah. And so the master was made human and then lost his memory. But he had this fog watch, which is a little watch that you put in your pocket. And it contained the essence of a time lord, right? And this has actually happened with a couple of the doctors. Yes. And there's been some screen time with that. But the watch was opened and the master regained his powers and memories and regenerated into a... Younger person. So, the on screen, the master has had three different regenerations. Actually, well, in the new Who. In the new Who. Actually, there's sure. been about 
probably eight or nine yeah. different like versions of the master. Yeah. There was also one in that weird um uh TV movie mm-hmm. in 1996. Which a little disclaimer, to be fair, I haven't personally seen the the Renaissance episodes of the Doctor. We're going to call it the Renaissance. Yeah, okay. The they are I don't know. It's hard. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to watch it. But um so my knowledge is from the new who. So in the new who there's three in the old who you said there's, about eight ish. Yeah. There's been a there's been a couple. There's been a lot. But um yeah, so they're just they've been at it for a long time. And yeah, it's pretty cool. So some other ones. There's uh, yeah. uh the silence, which is in it's in um Matt Smith's era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there's uh Zygons and Ice Warriors and which are in all of the new who, honestly, except for uh Christopher Eccleston. And uh like the the silence, uh, like you mentioned, are creatures that um when you look at them, uh you can see them and you're you, you would yeah. honestly be freaked out by them. But the second you look away You completely forget that and... they're there or mm-hmm. what they are or what they look like. So they're basically um like masters of stealth right. and and um in the epi- in one of the episodes one of the companions which we'll talk about the companions later um she actually took a picture of the silence with her phone but when she turned away she forgot that she, that she had the picture in the first the place yeah. which even for the doctor forgets it so you can imagine it's pretty hard to beat them but they didn't so that's good. Yeah, the um but the uh ice warriors are interesting because the ice warriors are the uh Martians. Um they come from Mars and the reason they're called ice warriors is because apparently they're these like lizard type creatures mm-hmm. and they um they built themselves armor um uh to survive the harsh winters that happened on Mars. Yeah. So, there's some more. Um, did we mention the Santarans? No. No? Okay, so there's, there's the, the Santarans. There's the Autons, which are mannequins. There's the Silurians, which are lizards from, like, prehistoric time. There's the Weeping Angels, which those are one of, I feel like... One of the most well-known. Well-known. Um, They're statues that... When you look away, they can move. Uh, but when you look at them, they uh, become immobile and they become statues. And they hide their face. And they're the angel. You may see, might see some statues like them. They're angels, and they look like they're crying. The weeping angels. And then there's the Cybermen, and then there's you know the Master. So out of all of these that are right here that we have said, which one do you think is your favorite, Dylan? 
Um, probably the um the Autons because the mm. Autons are probably one of my greatest fears. I do not like mannequins in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, like they're just yeah. creepy, and most of the time they don't have heads. And so the fact that these can literally like move, and the thing about the Autons is their their hands like opens up opens up and you got like instant laser beams just coming out yeah all over and i feel really bad that we did this but we forgot to talk about the daleks and davros okay so the (laughs) when the show was first made it was in the time and era of world war ii so the Daleks. the Daleks were based off of the German Nazis. So the 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 reason well the the basis for the Daleks is they're these creatures or these mutants that have been um well, they've been enemies of the Time Lords. Like they don't like the Time Lords, like at all. <laughs> and we're not sure why. Um I don't know. But <laughs> But anyway, um, they're these um, mutants that uh, basically are got shoved into tanks yeah. um, that shoot laser beams, and all they want to do is kill everything that's not a Dalek because they believe that they are the pure, and um, they exterminate uh, everything yeah. uh, that's not like them. And their catchphrase that they say a whole lot is exterminate. And I'm not really sure. I've had some speculation on whether the mutants inside of the Dalek tanks are actually completely evil. Because the... uh, Oh, there was in the, the episode, episode The when... Magician's Apprentice, which is the first episode of series nine um, mm-hmm. of uh, the second series of Peter Capaldi, which um, the master, uh, which is Missy at this point, which is uh, another um, reincarnation regener- regeneration mm-hmm. of uh, the master, um, shoves uh, Clara, which is a companion in the uh uh to the doctor in a Dalek honestly for her survival or both yeah. of their survivals yeah. um anyway in that she can control you know the, the tank and stuff. the tank and everything with thought but the thing about that is is when sh- uh it blocks out all emotion so emotion is what fires the gun. Yeah. And so when she tries to say love or whatever, it turns into hate. Yeah. And it's like the complete day and night of like love to hate, save to exterminate. So she was trying to tell the doctor. There there came up this situation to where the doctor had had a basically a Dalek gun in his hand and he was about to shoot the Dalek tank that Clara was in and she was trying to tell him that it was her 
and it was just not working because the tank wouldn't let her. So my speculation is that the all the Daleks inside of the tank are probably not as evil as they would seem, but it's kind of their forced thing to do. Yeah. But then again, they are based off the Nazis, so I wouldn't be surprised if they are. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing about that is, is um, uh, also with the Daleks, we um, we need to talk about a, a person which is named Davros. Yes, Davros. And Davros is the creator of the Daleks. He was... Apparently, he was a leader or uh, kind of an emperor sort of figure to this race, which... Because they weren't always like the the mutant blobs inside the tanks. But... But apparently, to win some war... um, which was not the time war specifically. It was it was just a war. It was just that a they war were having that they were having on a planet, probably like a civil war or something like that. Yeah. But very bad. Very, but it very was bad. Very bad that he literally changed his entire species to, to fit inside this tank machine thing and to kill. To which kill. I'm just saying the Daleks are superior at killing. Like, out of all these villains, I think the, the Daleks, Daleks are, are the, the most scary. Yeah. And I would say my favorite, just because robot killing. I mean, isn't that everyone's dream? A robot to come take over the world? Uh, Yeah, it's like they're basically British Terminators, okay? Oh, yeah. And then one more that we didn't mention. The Great Intelligence shows up a couple times. It's also called Monsters... In the Wi-Fi, and it's just this great intelligence. It's kind of like a, I don't know, it's just there. It's in the Wi-Fi, it's just there. And it can do stuff like animate snowmen that try to kill people people and stuff like that. You could do some research on those if you want, if you liked any of those. Or you could just, you know, just watch the show. Oh, ultimately, Which, I want you to watch the show because it's good. It's it's great, and uh, like, actually, um, the if you're in the U.S. like us, the main way you're going to be able to watch the show is through Amazon Prime Video. Yes, because it's not on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. It used to be, but it's not now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not on. Anything, Anything other than other Amazon. Than Amazon. Yeah. Which, honestly, if we could get sponsored by Amazon for saying this, that would be, be so wonderful. cool. But, sadly, that's not the case, as far as I know. But, uh, Amazon Prime, it's not expensive, and... It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it has all of it. it well, except for the... Thirteenth. Uh, it does not run. have. It yet. does not have Jodie Whittaker yet, but it um, very soon. Hopefully, very soon, because it's almost been a year since the that season yeah. has aired, and that's the trend that has been happening. But don't quote us on that. Yeah, don't quote me. So the doctor does not do it himself, because. 
honestly, if the doctor could do it by himself, just be like, you're dead. Yeah, no, the the boring. doctor, honestly, the doctor probably would have died, like, his is more than his number of regenerations if he hadn't have had, like, these people. We're not going to list all of them because there have been 61 different companions throughout from 1963 all the way up until yeah now. Yeah, and that's not even talking about the different repeats because, like, there's these different people like Rose Tyler and, um, gosh, what's his name? Captain Jar- Jack, Jack Harkness and... Uh, Sarah Jane Smith. Sarah Jane Smith, which uh, was originally um, showed up in like the third Doctor, uh, the third Doctor around nineteen eighty three was in the fourth Doctor primarily, and showed up back up for an episode in or well in multiple episodes of the tenth Doctor's um, run. Yeah, and. Most, Honestly, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, most notably um, out of the companions that you'd probably hear about would be um, would be um, Amy and Rory yeah. from uh-huh. Matt Smith's run, and also Clara, which was in Matt Smith's run. All of Peter Capaldi's and um, hasn't showed up. Um, in any of Jody's, um, right, and you might also hear about Rose Tyler or that white girl because she was the very, uh, she was the very generic, yep, white girl, which is, I mean, okay, Eh. okay, but yeah, so. 61 of them. We're not going to list them all. If you want to know all of them, look them up. Yeah. But um, also, someone to note, it, to note is um, River Song, who was played by Alex Kingston. And she ends up marrying the doctor. the doctor. So I'm interested in seeing what happens when she... Meets Jody. Yeah, because the, the thing Jody's about doctor. the thing about um, so there was a whole big Christmas episode or uh, Christmas special with Peter Capaldi um, talking, where uh, Peter Capaldi's doctor meets River Song, and that's the first time River Song meets the doctor because they meet in the wrong order. Yeah, um, it's like backwards, like as if. For example, someone was standing up, and then someone was standing up on their head. It would be like that. Complete opposite of time streams. Yep. Because they both end up going through time. It's kind of hard to um, yeah, when you meet people. Yeah, and the thing about River Song is River Song is, one, the, the wife of the doctor. <laughs> and oh also the... The daughter of Amy and Rory Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a big plot point and time is very um, as 
David Tennant explained it. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff, right? So, how this happened? Uh, there was there was an ep- uh, At the end of uh, season five, the uh, Amy and Rory got married. And, um... <laughs> well, so they had their honeymoon on, on the, the TARDIS. TARDIS. And, um... I'm not going to spell it out for you. I but... think I think I think you get the picture. Uh um uh Yeah. In so, so River Song <laughs> has regenerated multiple times because of uh wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff on the TARDIS honeymoon. Yeah, they were in the time vortex when push came to shove. And um yeah, somehow that makes the baby um uh half time lord. Yeah. Which is cool. A little jealous, but we're not gonna talk about that. Sorry, Mom. But um some famous people have actually been like I say famous people as if these people aren't famous. Yeah. But um, for example, James Corden, he has a talk show in well I think it's yeah he was the a US now but yeah well he was a he has a talk show called the late late show but yeah. he um was a recurring character for the 11th doctor mm-hmm. um the times when the doctor got to uh experience um people people basically he got he got stuck and, um, yeah. So, one thing that, so, the doctor had his companions, and I, this is brought up a lot in the different, uh, episodes, but the doctor has a issue with being alone, which, I mean, I completely understand you're having a really hard time dying. Yeah. And you can't really have a relationship with anyone because... Yeah. You're going to outlive... Anyone. All, all of them. Yeah. So, it's... I can understand trying to be alone. But good things do not happen when he's alone. So, he constantly has a companion. Like, one episode, his companions either go away or... Sometimes die. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about it. But... Get too emotional. They go away off of the series. And then, like, the next episode has someone new. So... Yeah, take that how you want. And most of the time, they're girls. Which now, which is pretty cool. It's kind of doing a... Words. Um, the doctor, at first, the the first doctor, had a couple companions at the same time. Oh yeah, and he had like four at a time. Yeah, and stuff like his his uh what niece? His niece? Oh well, no, his granddaughter. Granddaughter, even worse. His granddaughter and his, so his granddaughter and then her parents. 
uh, also traveled with him yeah. for a while. But either way, had about four-ish people. And now, with Jody, um, she has... Don't mess up on me now. Has three people. Three people. Which is pretty cool. I actually really like the I've I've seen the the yeah. series and she actually did a lot better than I thought she would. Like I was I'm all for women doing you know Having rights and stuff. But it was just weird. Because it's never been done before. Exactly. And she took that and ran. And she did a really good job. And I kind of understand what they're doing with the character now. Because she didn't really know what she, who she was. Because she's been a guy for thousands of years. Right, and now he's a she, so I would I would understand that to be pretty weird. Yeah, but she has uh, this police lady named Yasmin. This uh, these two uh sort of. So, Step, Graham... Stepdad. Stepdad and well, stepson. step-grandparent. No. Really? Yep. It's not... Mm. No, it's... Oh, boy. Yeah. That's even weirder. Okay, stepdad and... Stepson. Stepson. So, it's been a long day, okay? Don't judge me, alright? <laughs> it's 10.49, leave me alone. But it has these three people... And, yeah, so we did mention some died, some went away, just because they wanted to be Mo- done. Yeah, most notably, um, uh, we talked about the Weeping Angels earlier. Um, the Weeping Angels took out Amy and Rory um, at the end of uh, the episode called um, The Angels Take Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, which the the way the the weeping angels killed them was they sent them back in time mm-hmm. um and aged them really really fast which they did it together on purpose because they wanted to be together love each other yeah it was so cute i almost cried and I was also very sad because I liked them. <laughs> Bro, I did cry. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, one last thing about the companions. With the fourth doctor, um, they had a little robotic dog named K-9. named K9. And just a little robotic dog that could do everything. Yeah. And it had a gun. Yeah. The and it played chess. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh and it also came back in the episode um when uh Sarah Jane came back in the uh tenth doctor's um, run. Mm-hmm. Run. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool. So Yeah, so honestly I think that's about it. Yeah.
All right, you all, thank you for listening. This has been Nerd Shop, the one-stop shop for all things nerdy. I'm Christian. (laughs) And I'm Dylan. (laughs) And we'll see you guys (laughs) next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.